0: If it's got anything to do with Vegas and JC, I think he's got a good chance of winning it because that's a good combination, those two. I've never in my life, definitely not the last couple of years coming off the bench, um, honestly thought about it. I don't know if he does, I don't think he, I, don't, I mean, we've never honestly had a conversation about it or talked about it, he's never talked about it, uh, at least not in front of our, our group or anything. Obviously, if you're you're leading the race for it, there's probably people telling you that. I mean, I can tell you it doesn't affect me or, or my thought going into a game, I would be pretty confident saying the same thing for JC. That's Joe Ingalls talking about if there's a race for the sixth man of the year award with him and Clarkson. I think the answer to that is, yes, there is, and no, he doesn't really want to acknowledge it.
1: Well, It's very simple. You just make Joe the seventh man of the year.
0: An excellent point by you.
1: That would be a cooler award anyway. (laughs) Because you have to find a niche. Sixth man is obvious. You just look at the points column. Points and wins, boom, you won. Seventh man, you gotta go far deeper. You gotta uncover things that aren't as obvious to the nude eye. I would much rather be seventh man.
0: The nude eye, that was nice. Yeah. The race for the sixth and possibly seventh man of the year and the top spot in the West continues with the Jazz facing the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Our pregame coverage starts at 6. Jazz are getting two days off. PK, they ought to feel fresh. They ought to be bouncing their step and whatever other cliche you can come up with. As a daisy. Fresh as a daisy. Thank you. Jazz and Wolves tomorrow night. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Kemba, six on the shot clock, feeling contact, launches a three, and even that goes. That was just a shot he took to draw a foul, and even that falls for him tonight. Ingram, left wing, Harris on the closeout. Bion didn't pull the trigger. Now he does pull the trigger, left wing, splashed it down
1: for three. Giannis a pull-up three-pointer, ABC. Easy as one, two, three for the MVP.
0: To Caldwell Pope on the drive, tried to stuff it, missed it. Rebound missed by Kuzma. Take a bound by Doncic, runs it the other way. Three on three, coming straight down the lane, lays it up and in. Highlights from around the association. The Boston Celtics do the Jazz a favor and beat the Phoenix Suns, 99 to 86. You heard Kemba Walker throwing in everything. He had 32 points. The Suns are now two and one on this five-game Eastern road trip. They lose going back to back, playing the third game in 4 days and their three-point shooting aside from Chris Paul was horrific. 17% as a team, 6 of 35. Chris Paul was 3 for 7. Everybody else combined to go 3 for 28. Ouch. Hard to win doing that. Mavericks beat the Lakers 115, 110. Anthony Davis returned, kind of, sort of. He played 17 minutes, all in the first half. They put him in for three, four, six minutes, whatever it was, in different spurts. He played four different times. Second half, nothing. Nothing. He just sat. So, he sat, and the Lakers lose to the Mavericks, 115-110. For the Mavericks, it's going to be a tight race down the stretch here as the Mavericks try to get out of that uh, the brand-new play-in series, get past Portland, get into the sixth spot. Right now, they are in a dead heat. 32 wins, 26 losses, identical records after 58 games. they got 14 games to sort out. Who's number six, and who gets the week off?
1: Uh, you know, the thing that was most impressive to me besides Chris Paul playing 38 minutes at his age, yeah, right. It's just, I mean, that's just incredible that they're all into that level. Uh, Andre Drummond is just massive. He has the potential to make a significant difference, I've decided. I don't know how it's going to be with LeBron James because he hasn't played with Anthony Davis and all that stuff, so there may be some chemistry issues, as mm-hmm. they say. But individually, man, he is huge. You know, he led the league in rebounding three times, and he was very good against the Mavericks, so... They get their guys combined with Drummond. Schroeder's good. Do they get anything out of Pope Caldwell, or is it Caldwell Pope? I'm not sure. KCP, I think it is. So uh, I, I don't really. I, I don't see how they're not the favorites.
0: If they're healthy, I think they were the favorites before him. I think they'd certainly be the favorites after him. I think yeah. that he will help them a lot in the minutes that Anthony Davis is out of the game. I don't know how this is going to play out as far as how much is going to get to play if he gets back to playing full-time, you know, 33 minutes a game. Well, that's still 15 minutes where Drummond can make a huge difference. I do wonder how good they'll be with Drummond at the 5 and AD at the 4. Why? Because, well, we've heard from multiple people. Steve Cleveland has beaten this drum over yeah, but, and over. Yeah, but They're, that wasn't – That was before they had Drummond to be yeah. the 5, and that might swing that equation. I get it. Um, but someone like AD – just take the Jazz matchup, for example – Yes, Drummond's talented, but would the Jazz rather have... Drummond's a little more traditional and a little easier, I would think, for Gobert to, to defend while patrolling the paint, as opposed to Davis, who's going to pull Gobert, not just out to the three-point line, but maybe all the way over to one side of the court. Okay,
1: then just have Drummond go stand all the
0: way over on one side of the court. Well, they can let him, because I don't think he's shooting a three like Davis. Right. I get it. So... Alright, elsewhere in the league, the Bucks beat the Sixers, and what I took from that is the Sixers and the Suns were both gassed by that game they played. Uh, it ended up being a seven-point game. Sixers were down by a little more than that in the third quarter, and I think they ran out of gas there, and the Bucks got them, and Antetokounmpo had his 27 points and 16 boards, so in the East, Philly and Brooklyn are tied for first now, identical 39 and 20 records as they chase the number one seed in the East, and the Bucks have 22 losses, so Jazz now, best record in the NBA by two games over the Suns, three over the Clippers, and they are five games in front of everybody in the East. So as far as having home court all the way through the playoffs, they're in pretty good shape. We'll see. You think the Suns lose another game before they play the Jazz? Got a back-to-back in New York and a home game with the Clippers.
1: I would stand a reason that they would. Sure, I can yeah. buy your logic there. Uh, I'm disappointed that you gave us everything as far as the uh, the Jazz and where they stand in races, and you did not say the Northwest Division. That bugged me. I,
0: think I do. I always let you down to that. It's just a flaw I have.
1: Purposely. And I don't think there's no chase for any chase for the uh, East. I, I don't think either team gives a rip because the teams at the bottom suck. So what's the difference? Uh, so I mean, you look at Philly. They, Simmons doesn't play again. And you know Embiid is going to take time off. It seems like if he goes three or four games, he's down. Uh, And the Nets got all sorts of issues with their guys. So uh, whoever wins it, it's going to be virtually by default.
0: Trey Young diagnosed with a grade two lateral ankle sprain. He's out until the swelling and discomfort are gone. He got hurt Wednesday when Atlanta lost to New York. Hawks are currently fifth in the East. Terrence Clark, a 19 year old NBA draft prospect who played this past season as a freshman for Kentucky, died in a car wreck in the LA area. He was a solo occupant in a vehicle that ran a red light, going at a high rate of speed in the San Fernando Valley area, a little north of LA. Struck a vehicle, was preparing to make a left turn, hit a street light pole, and then into a block wall. So, 19 year old Terrence Clark killed in that car wreck. DJ and PK.
1: Hashtag NFL. I only really felt good in one game. I only felt good in one game. Uh, from the perspective of, like, I, I had all the tools in my toolbox. So uh, is limited the word. Is uh, like I I just I had I had a lot of limitations throughout the season as to what I could and couldn't do, and I recognize that, and, and that's really hard for a competitor. That, that's, that's really hard when you know what you should be able to do, and yet you can't because of various injuries or things that are taking place with your body.
0: That's Drew Brees, didn't hear the whole conversation, but assumed getting into why he retired. He turned 42 in January, and so he's hanging up. Hard to be 100% at 42 when you're getting
1: hit in the NFL. Time is now, man. Catches up to everybody. Yep. Denver
0: Broncos general manager tells reporters he believes in incumbent quarterback Drew Locke, but also said that won't prevent him. From adding a quarterback via the draft or trade to create competition, Broncos own the ninth overall selection in next week's draft. They are viewed as the floor for quarterbacks. Five top quarterbacks will all be gone by the nine pick. The Broncos will clean up and grab whoever is left, many NFL draft experts believe, including some we've had on this show. I guess you Hmm. don't really believe in Drew Locke when you say that. Yeah, I'm not so sure. (laughs) You don't really believe. If you had John Elway in his prime, you wouldn't well, be looking at a great competition.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, but you, you that, that's an extreme example, though.
0: Uh, if you had uh, Plummer in his prime, you wouldn't... Yeah, you might. You probably wouldn't. You probably wouldn't draft a guy.
1: Okay, I can, I can buy your line of thinking.
0: That was a pretty... Uh, Pretty shallow endorsement right there. I mean, that beats we're definitely bringing someone in. I'll yep. give you that. But uh, Tom Brady took to social media yesterday to rip the new uniform rules the NFL adopted earlier this week. Good luck trying to block the right people now. It's going to make for a lot of bad football. He was always picking out middle linebackers, knowing they were wearing the five. Is it really going to confuse them that much when the middle linebacker's wearing a? Well, I I don't even know what linebackers can wear now. Anything, a four, I guess, a three, because they can have anything from one to 59.
1: I think those comments are sort of self-serving.
0: On behalf of quarterbacks everywhere, especially me, the problem was that rosters have gotten so big yeah. and not just the 53-man roster and does that go to 55 or whatever because of the pandemic, but then the, um, I forget what it used to be, the taxi squad, what do they call it now? I don't know why they called it the taxi squad. That was always a funny term. But they're like reserve list team. I'm, I'm the blanking practice on trend. squad. Practice squad, thank you. That's a complicated practice phrase. Practice squad. Yeah, the practice squad. But the practice squad <laughs> became bigger, and so the position groups, literally you can have too many guys in a position group. you got 10 numbers and you got 11 guys and in also the position the retired group. retired numbers, too. Are also and an then industry. you got to mix in, yeah, the numbers they've lost to retiring them. So, so that was the uh, answer they came up with, and Tom Brady didn't like it. DJ and PK. Right. Hashtag college football. Weaver State opens the playoffs tomorrow, home game against Southern Illinois, two o'clock. Jay Hill was named Big Sky Coach of the Year this week. His team won the conference title there in the playoffs for the fifth straight year. And the problem has been uh, injuries. They've had to play multiple quarterbacks, multiple running backs, and the offense that looked really good in the first game. Made big plays, pushed the ball down the field, scored touchdowns on you know consecutive drives, had everything going. It never looked the same after that. And they were trying to eat games out, scoring you know in the low twenties. And they had a bunch of tense games. One, they actually had to win on a hail mary. Others that they won with a big stand right at the end. So, we'll see if they got enough offense to get through what does this. Does
1: that have to do with tomorrow?
0: Well, I don't know if they have enough offense to win tomorrow. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's been the bottom <laughs> that line a long in way multiple to go games. To say that. NCAA rules governing overtime were tweaked this week. Teams will now be required to go for a two-point conversion beginning in the second overtime period. The third overtime period will require teams to run alternating two-point conversion plays to determine a winner in an effort to end games more quickly. We're done with quadruple overtime, PK. We're not going 6-0-T anymore.
1: It's not... There's no such thing as 6-0-Ts. It's just overtime. That doesn't make any sense. And flip a coin, then, if that's what you want to do. DJ and
0: PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The 2-0. Swung on and hit in the air to center and deep. That ball is... gone
1: higashi oka the home run stroker hits one to dead center oh two pitch swung on sent to deep center field towards the triangle that baby's carrying out of here a three-run check by mitch Haniger.
0: seven three seattle one and to grisham here's the pitch from bueller and Woo! that is hit really well out to deep right field really going back looking up Oh, Trent Grisham halfway up the pavilion and right at Dodger Stadium. The pitch to Hayward. Base set to right, Cubs win. Jason Hayward drives in the winning run with a sharp ground ball into right field. They win it in 10 innings by a score of 4-3. Major League Baseball, several interesting storylines. The Padres and Dodgers, after a really good series in San Diego, are playing a four-game series in L.A. Padres win 3-2. Dodgers loaded the bases in the eighth, but the Padres got an inning-ending double play to get out of that and then struck out the side in the ninth. So Padres win 3-2 to two as they open a four-game series in L.A. The Astros beat the Angels. Houston had that massive losing streak and had lost 9 out of 10. So Houston picking up a W right there, trying to get it going again. Diamondbacks beat the Reds 14-11. to The 6-run 10th inning. You don't see that very often. Six in the 10th. And then you give up so 3 I'm watching in the, bottom that of the ga-
1: tenth. Yeah. I'm watching that game yesterday. And the Arizona announcers, like all the announcers are in Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. But at least with baseball, you could hear a crowd, unlike some of the NBA stuff going on. Or well, you hear the conference and, room. <laughs> it's, you know, they... Were, yeah, 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 yeah. And... The, the Reds' bullpen this series, because I watched all the games, really does stink. And so in that 8th, uh, ninth 10th inning there, Diamondbacks are scoring a bunch of runs. Uh, really, both bullpens stink. I think the uh, Reds hit like six or seven home runs. But anyway, uh, yeah. the Reds are out pitching. And, and you could hear as clear as day, the bullpen sucks! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody 10 rows up behind third base is letting it rip. <laughs>
1: and the Arizona announcers, they totally ignore it. Uh, but you can hear You can hear this guy, because yeah, there's, what, 5,000? I don't know how many fans, but obviously there's a reduced capacity there big time. And this guy just keep going. And you can hear everything he was saying. So I was wondering, you're, you're into that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How do we have sound where in the NBA it sounds like, as you say, they're in a conference room and you can't hear anything?
0: You know, it all depends on the broadcast and the audio they're piping through the truck. And if they, you know, sometimes they have technical difficulties. I know because it's happened on the RSL broadcasts. And you're getting the audio from another truck, and they're getting it from the field. And when you're doing these remote broadcasts, if you're the road team, you don't know if the problem is in their truck, or you can talk to, or if the problem is out on the field. You know, sometimes somebody hits a mic. You know, you see players go and, and punch a uh, basket afterwards. Did that do it? Did somebody kick something? We saw a soccer player destroy an on-field mic last yeah, week. Yeah, you, you never know. It's uh, And it's what you're asking is sometimes literally what the broadcasters and the directors and even the audio guy in the truck is asking. Like, why isn't this working? But you have so little control of it, you don't really know. And you're right, it's noticeable and it's much better to have the effects, as they like to say. To have the effects pumped in so you you hear the ball bouncing and the shoes squeaking or, you know, the crack of the bat and the roar of the fans and all that stuff. Yankees, are they going to get back into this? They're going to be patient, we were told. Their their, uh, their general manager came out and said, we're not going to overreact. And they did get the win. They beat Cleveland 6-3. So, got that going for them. That's nice. Picked up a win there. DJ and PK.
1: #RSL. I expect a very tough game. We're going on the road to play a team that was in the semifinals of the West last year. A team that has changed, you know, uh, he uh, is building a mentality of, you know, what you've heard from him is winning trophies. And so when you do that to a team, they're typically... You know they have a chip on their shoulder and they're really wanting to eager to prove. So it's it's we're expecting a very good team. It's one of the best teams in the league. Definitely one of the best teams in the West. Uh, And we have nothing but respect for them. We know we're going to go in there and play a very well organized team that's tough to compete with. And but we're expecting the same from us.
0: It's RSL head coach Freddie Juarez. RSL opens the season in Minnesota tomorrow night at six o'clock. Minnesota opened the season last week against Seattle. RSL had to buy because there's an odd number of teams. Our, uh, Minnesota got beat by Seattle. 4-0. 4-zip. Nothing. Nada. Gave up four goals in the second half. RSL, on the other hand, has uh, really struggled in Minnesota. Been there five times, and they got one point to show for it. Had a scoreless draw last season. So,
1: Well, when I heard the phrase when I was a kid, go West, young man, I never pictured Minnesota in the West. And yet,
0: here they are. <laughs> They're in the Western Conference of the NBA. They're in the Western Conference of Major League Soccer. I guess the NFL has it better, right? The NFC North. They got them in the right place there. So. Yeah. Correct. That makes more sense. They're the twins. Well, they may not be in the West forever. There's a whole thir- theory that MLS is going to go to 30 teams and uh, kind of copy what baseball did last year with three groups of 10, minimize travel. And then if that yeah. happens, Minnesota would end up in the Central, and you could live with that. Right. That's Makes all. Sense. That's all rumor right now, and it's uh, probably a couple years away because they have to get to 30 teams. But there's a rumor that that is the long-term plan. So we'll see how that pans yeah. out. I thought that worked well for baseball last year um, with all the Agreed. less travel and more primetime games. And the Eastern teams didn't have games starting at 10 o'clock, and the West Coast teams didn't have games starting at 4 when they went to the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. All right, DJ and PK, What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, John Krasinski, senior writer for The Athletic, covering the Minnesota Timberwolves and the NBA, joins us at 745. David Locke, radio voice of the jazz, at 9 o'clock, Coming up, the question of the day for you football fans. I guess there's no wrong answer to this, PK. It just depends on what people want to do. What are they feeling? Are you going to root for Urban Meyer in the NFL? You UD fans, still feeling it or no? We'll get to that next. Stay with us.